It is a hot, sunny day, and your chance of getting burned increases on a day like today. I hear a lot of people are downloading these um, skin cancer detection apps on their smartphones. Joining us on the line right now is Dr. Brett Belchetz to talk about it. Doctor, are these apps helpful, or could they potentially be dangerous? I I think there's pros and cons of applications like this. So, So first of all, I think anything that raises awareness of skin cancer and raises people's level of scrutiny of their skin is a good thing. I think it's wonderful that these are drawing attention, uh, drawing people's attention to parts of their body that they might ordinarily not be watching closely. That being said, I think you have to be very careful how you use the apps and how you rely on them. So some of them are uh, apps that use automated algorithms to look at moles and, and give you a prediction of how dangerous they are. Uh, some of them are apps that send a picture of your mole onto a dermatologist for review, and some of them are just apps that catalog moles. So uh, I think it's really important to note that the artificial intelligence apps that are looking at moles just aren't ready to be relied upon. Uh, there was a, a lot of initial euphoria over these apps when there were some studies that were published that showed that artificial intelligence could be as good as a dermatologist at looking at moles. But actually what was really interesting is when they did follow-up studies uh, the same algorithm that was really good at analyzing these molds when it was tested on people with darker skin, all of a sudden it failed miserably, which shows that artificial intelligence is, is, is only as good as the test that you give it. And so, you, you know, there's a lot of work being done to make it better, but it's just not ready yet. And I certainly would not advise anybody to rely on any of those types of applications to be checking their skin. Uh, you know, the other apps, I think the ones that catalog molds are, are quite helpful. I think it's really good to be taking regular photos of your molds and watching how they change over time. And otherwise, you know, the final category, which are these ones that can send your moles off to a dermatologist, I think those are potentially quite helpful. I think the, the ability to easily access very expert attention for skin conditions that you're concerned about, I think that that is a very valuable potential service. What kind of moles should we be following, you know, and maybe even if you just take a little snapshot of your, with your cell phone and just put that away somewhere and check to see if there's been any changes to the, I understand the diam- diameter or the shape of that mole is important. What are we looking at specifically? So the most important thing to look at, uh, in medicine, we look at what's called A, B, C, and D of moles. So so really easy to remember that. So the A stands for asymmetry. So you're looking for moles that are not symmetrical. Normal, healthy moles are symmetrical. They look the same both sides. Something that, that has a lot of asymmetry is worrisome. B stands for border. So you're looking at the border of the mole. So again, a healthy, normal mole has a very regular, circular-type border. Uh, a, a cancerous mole typically has a very irregular border. It's not even. It goes back and forth. It can be jagged. The C stands for color. So again, a a healthy normal mole typically has one color throughout. Uh, Cancerous moles have multiple colors. And then finally, diameter. So healthy moles are usually smaller. They're usually six millimeters or less, about the size of an eraser at the head of a pencil. If something is bigger than that, again, it it is a bit of cause for concern. And then finally, the other thing is change over time. So, you know, healthy moles typically tend to stay the same and unhealthy ones tend to grow or change. So you you want to pay attention to all of those. The other thing that I advise everybody to do is make sure that you get help in checking your skin. So there's lots of areas of our body that we can't easily see ourselves. So our back, the backs of our ears, the soles of our feet, lots of areas that people don't think about. And, and these are the areas where I've often seen cancers go undetected until it's too late because people just don't see those parts of their body. The sole of your feet, would that be, is there such a thing as a mole that is uh, flat? Because uh, wouldn't you yeah. feel a mole that's raised? 
No, absolutely. No, no, no. Many, many skin cancers are flat and, and not something that you would feel when you step on it. So being raised has very little to do with whether or not something could be skin cancer. So absolutely check the soles of your feet. Another place where people can actually get melanoma is under their nails. So again, be looking at your nail beds for funny things that are happening under there. So, you know, I've seen melanoma in, in all sorts of very unusual places like these. And these are the ones that go undetected because I think people just don't think that they would get them there. And it's really important to be aware that they can pop up almost anywhere. And this skin is a massive organ. It, there's all lumps and bumps all over the place. So you kind of just, I think, become complacent to the fact that, oh, who has perfect skin? I want to ask you a question that, I, you know, I've been since we started talking, thinking, is this a silly question? But if you've got a silly question, odds are other people are thinking the same thing. What exactly is a mole? I mean, we've all seen moles. Most of us have a mole here or there, but what is a mole? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not a silly question. I think it's a very good one. So you're absolutely right. The skin is a very complex organ. And like any of our organs, it can develop benign growth. So places where our cells divide and they they grow into types of things that that are not a normal part of of the structure and not a functional part of the structure. So, you know, in our bowel, we can get polyps that are benign polyps and we can get cysts in other parts of our body. And it just is the case that in our skin, we get molds, which are absolutely benign growths where the skin cells start replicating in a slightly different manner and form these structures. Uh, They're not functional. They, you know, you, you would be completely fine without them. Uh, And typically, as long as they're benign, they're not harmful. But the big worry here is if the cells start turning into something that is dangerous, like cancer, where that replication of cells is no longer a normal, controlled, benign process, where it gets out of control, which is the hallmark of cancer. Dr. Belchetz, I'm a Gen Xer, and I'm from that generation that used to run around with absolutely no sunscreen on my body. So I'm starting to get what a lot of people uh, get is those um, darker spots usually they're they're appearing on my arm more often than not. Some are lighter. Should you be watching these spots as well? I want to call them sun damage, not age spots. You absolutely should because, again, these are the kinds of spots where a a melanoma, a dangerous cancer, can easily hide out quite easily and be mistaken for a regular spot of aging. So when you're looking at these spots, again, it's really important to to apply that ABCD principle to them. So typically the normal spots of aging, and maybe I shouldn't use the term normal, but at least the benign spots of aging from sun damage will, within that ABCD uh, criteria, will not be worrisome. But if you're looking at spots of aging where you're starting to say these are very asymmetrical, the contour is irregular, the colors are all over the place, they're getting very big and changing over time. Uh, These are probably not benign spots of aging, and you need to get them looked at right away. There is a symptom that I just recently read um, that sometimes indicates cancer, skin cancer, persistent itching. I've never heard of that before. Can you tell us what we should be looking for? Well, I I would say that's a potential sign of skin cancer. It's certainly not one of the number one signs of skin cancer. Many melanomas, which are, you know, the worst form of skin cancer. And there are other forms that are less worrisome, but still concerning for skin cancer. So there are things called basal cell carcinomas and squamous cell carcinomas, which are other forms of skin cancer. But again, those are generally local types of cancer, unlike melanoma, which can be deadly. But but itching is typically something that can be there because the skin uh, where the melanoma is can be irritated and, and anything that is irritated leads to an itch type response. But mm-hmm. many, many melanomas are actually completely asymptomatic other than their appearance. So I, I certainly would urge anybody not to rely upon the presence of itching as a sign that something is cancer. I want to bring it full circle. The cell phone skin cancer apps, yay or nay? I, I think they're 
helpful, I think, just be very, very careful which ones you rely upon and never, ever rely upon an app that is telling you that a machine is making the decision about whether your skin is healthy or not. As always, Dr. Belchetz, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. You have a great morning. Dr. Brett Belchetz is our 640 Toronto medical expert. Hopefully that helps you out. It's a good idea to keep track of what's going on with your moles.